Welcome to the Never Too Old to Be a Wizard podcast. This is episode two. Of course, as usual, we have me, Sam, my sister, Catherine, and then her husband, Kyle. And crazy, I don't know how it happened, but we do also have a special guest. We have Ash, a.k.a. Fairy Queens, with us today. Literally, I d- you know, I did not know you could just ask somebody on Twitter and they would be cool enough to respond to you. Could you believe it? I thought Twitter was just a uh, cancer zone where people put political things. Some of it is. <laughs> So, so uh, for people that don't know Fairy Queens, we're talking about a Wiz streamer extraordinaire, apparently TikTok famous now. Yeah. Me, <laughs> me and Kyle both saw your TikTok on our For You page before. Isn't crazy? <laughs> it just blew up. Yeah, it was super big. And I thought it was funny because I was, I was going to ask you questions about that, but then you posted it to YouTube and you pretty much answered any question I could have. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he was like, yeah, uh, this is my height, this is his height, uh, he's my boyfriend, it didn't take that many tries. I'm like, okay, well, there goes all my questions. Uh, yeah. I guess we're not doing that anymore. <laughs> so uh, today we were going to try to cover basically just what type of things we like and would like to see more of in Wizard 101 from KI, what things we don't like, just basically proposed changes or additions we would want to see in the game. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, we don't have the i think you've mentioned that you have some pvp experience but you're not like uh some of these kids that all they do every day is post pvp videos yeah yeah and i've been i've just been diving headfirst into every form of wizard research and content i can lately so <laughs> I've, I've got a good grasp on some of the i guess mechanics that i really enjoy and some of them that piss me off a lot yeah so, I mean, what, one of the ones I want to get your take on, because I know you're really big in the, like, the reason I found out about you is because we, I went to look for a video on how do I get a good pet, because everybody's talking about how important these pets are, and I watched mm-hmm. you and somebody else explain almost, like, it was two videos, I watched his video, and I had no idea what the hell he was talking about, and then I watched your video, and I'm like, okay, now it makes sense. <laughs> so, oh, good. So, that, and I'm like, okay, so you just, you just go to the kiosk, and you just mate with the same person until you have a good pet, is basically the, the... But then you also showed me how much gold it cost, and then I'm like, okay, so I'm not going to do that right now. Yeah. I don't, have, I'm not, I don't have that kind of financial backing. Yeah. So, I mean, what what uh, would be your biggest pet peeve in Wizards that you'd like to see changed, Ash? Well, I definitely think that the kiosk is one, because before the update, the kiosk was actually, like, a way that you could get a good pet. But, like, now I feel like it's really difficult for new players to get a good pet, like, since the kiosk update. I know that a lot of people really didn't like that. And I think they ended up changing it in Test Realm because before it was even more gold to hatch a pet. And then people were complaining. They were like, oh, my God, this is too much. So then they changed it a little bit. But it's still, like, a crazy amount of gold. Like, there's no way that a new player would be able to have that much gold to get a good pet. And I feel like pets are so essential in the game. So it's like, why would they do that? And they're even better for newer players. Like the pet has a bigger impact earlier in the game, but you can't get them until you're big balling apparently. Yeah, for sure. If you're practically drowning in money. Yeah. And uh, I mean, a big big pet peeve for me has been uh, the drop rates on some of this stuff is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Like I find a video, I'm like, Loremaster uh, gives you spells. I'm like, that's a great idea. I would love to be able to farm something, get spells. That sounds cool. And then you go try to do it, and you run the numbers, <laughs> and the numbers are not in your favor. Yeah, <laughs> that. Um, I wish that they would specify not even the drop rates only for lore, but like the drop rates for packs too because people are spending so much actual money and trying to get 
certain items from these packs and it's like we don't really know what the drop rates are and they've never been like transparent about that and i think honestly i think the uh the laws that are kind of catching up to loot boxes in other countries might catch up to us at some point where they it forces them to display the drop rates because i know i used to play hearthstone and they have to reveal their potential drop rates for packs because i think in china you have to or it becomes illegal gambling so that that might eventually make it to us to where they have to tell you like hey i know you want that mount but it's going to cost way more than you think it is and people might (laughs) stop buying those packs when they realize that so uh Catherine and Kyle are Kyle's the newest to the game, like because Catherine Catherine mm-hmm. and Kyle recently got married, and since because of Corona, Catherine's gone back into Wizards hard, and Kyle would never see her if he wasn't playing Wizards. There's just no <laughs> no way to contact her through any other means. Uh, very true. Okay, that's only a little true. <laughs> it's very true. So I mean, <laughs> Kyle, what have you found to be the things as a new player that you like the most, or would like to see more of, or less of? Uh, so one thing I was actually it, it, not even that big of a deal, uh, but I tend to whenever I kind of play like these RPG games and such, uh, I know a big part of it is like these animations. I kind of wish there was a way. I guess it wouldn't work really well with playing with other players. I wish there was a way to kind of like change how the animations work, maybe speed them up a little bit, just so the fights didn't seem to last as long. Okay, so you're um, talking about because in Pokemon they have the option to just turn them off, so you can yeah. fly through the game faster. Yeah, I think yeah. the the fact that it is an MMO, you would find a roadblock there. Yes, yeah, definitely. They, they would still be watching it even if you weren't. Yeah. Essentially, yeah. Yeah, but I I mean I've been I've been in enjoying the mechanics of uh i mean i'm very early in the game still i've only been playing for about three weeks i guess now uh the one thing i have been enjoying a lot that i am hoping is last further through the game is kind of like the ways that you get spells after you kind of run out of like training with them at the school uh like the kind of the, the, the different quests you have Talk to go on the, you have like yeah the school specific mm-hmm. quest yeah I, i've been enjoying those a lot uh but, i mean it's obviously fun to get those like those really big boy cards that actually are going to like slap some people around instead of just like oh look here's my little like thunder snake coming in <laughs> yeah i because I, I think i've been pl- leveling up both like a death and a life lately and they both hit a quest at about the same time where you have to go find a guy named uh it's like frankie nine lives or something like that and i was like oh he was easy and then it says defeat frankie nine lives one of nine i'm like oh that's what we're doing <laughs> <laughs> I, i'm just farming this guy apparently for this quest so the the other one for me other than drop rates is that i don't like how pvp works the fact that it's so dependent on treasure cards i'm that player who is so dead set on if i like i try to get through every game without using a consumable because for some reason it hurts my souls if i drink a potion or anything i just don't like doing it same and so when when PvP is very focused around, or at least it, you, maybe you can tell me I'm wrong on this, Ash, but I feel like it's very focused around the fact that you have to have a good deck of treasure cards prepared for. And then do do they go away even when you use them in PvP, Ash? Yeah. So you have to refill your treasure card deck after every match. Like if you end up using treasure cards, they do go away. And then I think at the higher levels, isn't that their primary source of hits? They just do a lot of blading and shielding, and then they go for the treasure card hit. Yeah, so they they don't just use treasure cards like from the bazaar. Like they actually enchant their own treasure cards. So like you can go and purchase like um gargantuans or if you have colossal TC, you can go and make your own treasure cards by like doing it in a battle in um like unicorn way. Have you ever done that before? 
Uh, I think I saw you do it in a video, and it, it's essentially using the Sun School spells, the treasure card versions, right, to to create an upgraded version of the treasure card. Yeah, yeah. So by doing that, their um, treasure cards are going to be a lot more like damage based than just buying from the bazaar. But yeah, those are. Um, I mean, I guess you could just like use normal enchants and then like normal spells. But whenever you have your side deck full of those treasure cards, it's a lot easier to draw it whenever you need to. Yeah, exactly. And I, I don't mind the mechanic of there being cards that you always have available to you. Right? Like the side deck is cool to me when you're like, okay, like, for instance, if you're leveling and you're like, I'm definitely going to die. Good thing I packed some heals into my side deck just to save me here. Yeah. But, but I just wish that that mechanic wasn't consumable because I, I don't how like are these normally cards you have to craft for or, or you're buying the from the both are you buying both the enchants and the spells for gold and then upgrading them so the spells like okay for example um abominable weaver like you get that whenever you're um a higher level and then you buy the um enchants for gold and those are the only TC form. Like, you actually use your legit spell, and whenever you enchant it in a battle oh, and you don't it need into it, a treasure card. yeah, you turn oh, it okay. into a treasure card. So the only treasure cards you're actually buying are the enchantments? Yes. Okay, well, that's not as bad as that. Mm -hmm. so, so, but doesn't it make a, uh, a treasure card version of it even when you use the actual enchant on it? I thought that when you use it in a regular battle, if you cast an enchant from the sun school on your spell it turns into a treasure card um so no if it's a regular one that you have trained it does not turn it into a treasure card okay interesting mm -hmm. well that is a weird mechanic <laughs> yeah it kind of is but i i think it makes sense because you have to pay gold for a treasure card and then like you make another treasure card whereas the ones that you have yeah. trained like it doesn't make one it makes sense that the treasure card makes a treasure card, but it's also something that I'm wondering if that was that something they intended, or is that an unintended bug of the treasure card enchantments? I think it's something they probably intended. At this point, it has to be intentional. It's been around. Yeah. Somewhere. Yeah. At this point, they yeah. decided to let it live, but I just don't know if that was their intent when they built it. Yeah. And then uh, I know this, this this is a good example of when Kyle was saying that uh, a lot of these side mechanics are you could not have known this just from playing the game, right? There's no way that without somebody telling you this or this reading you somewhere that you would have just intuitively known Yeah. that that was the way to go about it. Mm -hmm. And uh, I found that the same way to be like, uh, when I, I recently got really into fishing because I know you can fish for mounts in people's houses now. That's pretty much my, uh, my new pastime is going into the variety of houses looking for all the cool mounts <laughs> you can fish for. Yeah. <laughs> And then I also got I got a sweet pet from that too, but th that just brings me back to the drop rates. If I saw I actually quit farming in one house because I dropped in, and one guy tells me uh, he's like, "Hey, how long you been here?" I'm like, "Oh, I just started." He's like, "I've been here for eight hours and I haven't found anything." I'm like, "Oh, okay. oh my gosh!" I'm like, "Oh, uh, that sucks." <laughs> Good luck, and I I just gave up right there. He he killed yeah. my spirit for fishing, and it, it was it's that uh oh, no. what's the tree house that gets you the wolf the nature wolf. Um, is that the botanical gardens yes, one? Yes, that's the one. Yeah, <laughs> that's the one that was killing his spirit and in in uh, association killed mine. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, as, as a side topic, I definitely want to talk about. Uh, I I told Catherine and Kyle this, and they didn't believe me that I said they were making a, a documentary about Wizard One Hundred One for Amazon Prime. Yeah. <laughs> 
And I I, no, I noticed it because some WizTuber popped up and he said, all the WizTubers are in and they list everybody and then they listed you. I'm like, what? Really? <laughs> Crazy. So what what who what was it like for them to reach out to you on this? So I've had people reach out to me before. Like, I don't know if you know who, um, I don't even know if I'm pronouncing it right, but like Barcroft TV, do you know who that is? Uh, no. <laughs> okay. Well, I've had people reach out to me before and like, say that they wanted to interview me and I've actually done interviews like the one that I did earlier was about um like being in a relationship where we met through wizard 101 I don't know if you knew that about I me and my not. boyfriend wow. yeah we met through <laughs> wizard 101 and we've been dating for three years now he lives with me but <laughs> so I had oh, someone wow. reach out to me and interview me about that and I was like oh my god this is so cool but it never like ended up amounting to anything like he told me that it was going to be like a whole um, documentary about me and him and it was really cool it was legit but I think the whole COVID thing like ends up impacting that so I never heard back from them so whenever I had this guy reach out to me and like say that he wanted to do a documentary over Wizard 101 I was a little like I don't really know if this guy is legit because like shy after the first one yeah like yeah. I was like who who's gonna make a documentary over Wizard 101 but of yeah. course I was still nice I was like oh sure I'll do I'll do an interview with you and um he told me that he had already interviewed other people like Austin the Sauce so I reached out to Austin the Sauce of course I was like hey is this guy legit and he's like oh yeah I, I did one he's chill and I was like huh okay so I ended up doing the interview and um I he wanted me to like record my half like record my face cam like everything and so I did and then I sent it to him and if you watch the trailer you can actually see that part where it's like it flashes to my face oh and, that's that's how um, I knew you were in it because I didn't even watch that guy's full video he just said they're making one and then there's a link to the trailer and I saw you in it and I was like whoa yeah, yeah yeah so that was um a part of the interview that he and I did and really the the only thing that like I've been part of really was that interview um well I guess I shouldn't say that because there was another time where I hosted a PvP party on my live stream, mm -hmm. and he asked if he could come record clips for it. So he came and recorded clips for that. But yeah, um, it's it's still hard to believe that like someone actually wants to showcase Wizard 101 and its community because I grew up playing it, and I know so many other people did. So um, it's awesome. It's just awesome. I don't really know what to expect though, because. Whenever I saw that trailer, I was like, oh my god, like, this is professional. Yeah. <laughs> and it's on Amazon. It's like, uh, it seems like they got uh, almost, uh, it almost seems like there's a budget behind this. And that, that's what's surprising to me. It's crazy. And I, I also don't know, like, like, you would think that they would have had to ask the creator, like, for permission. I don't really know how that all happened, because it seems like... Like, the guy who did it just kind of was like, hey, I, I kind of want to make a documentary, so I'm going to interview the community. But, like, I don't really know if they had to ask the, like, creator or what. Because, I don't know, I feel like copyright would, would be an issue, wouldn't it? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know either. Yeah, I doubt, uh, I doubt when they made that Fire Festival documentary, they got, they got that cleared with the makers. Yeah. But, uh, I guess, I, so, have you been playing since day one? Oh no! I've been playing. I've been playing since 2011. 2000. Okay, so that's still pretty early on. Yeah. Okay, because uh, I, I, it's weird. You go because I thought it was just me that I had never gotten through all the content until I, you go on the Reddit and everyone loves this game so much, but they're also like, I've never got past level 50. I'm like, how do you love this game so much? <laughs> but uh, how are there so many people that are like, we love this game, 
but also we never got around to finishing it. I'm, I'm wondering if it's just people that love being re-inspired by it coming back into to it with the quarantine. Yeah, I think that that definitely has to do with it. It's it's very strange. <laughs> so have you been a, a membership all along, or have you also fallen in and out of it as other people have? I've definitely fallen in and out of the game. Um, but one thing that I do is like, like people are always like, oh my god, you've been playing for such a long like time period, so why don't you buy the membership that's like the, the 12 month? Because like that's obviously cheaper than just paying $10 per each month. month. Yeah. yeah, but I'm always like, well, I don't know. Like, I don't know when I'm going to take a break. So yeah, For sure. <laughs> that's why, and I see, that's what I was trying to say last time. Uh, me and Catherine are very pro uh, buy areas with crowns. Because, oh, wow. Uh, for sure. Because, <laughs> I mean, if you look at it, like buying every area in the game with crowns, I think the same is like three years worth of membership. Wow. Yeah, so, that's crazy. So, I mean, you don't get all the benefits. Like, I know right now they've got a, a member benefit, a membership benefit <laughs> of where you can go on and reset your training points. I'm like, oh, I would really like to do that. <laughs> yeah. I, so I'm, I'm literally thinking about later today just buying one month so I can go on there and just reset all the training points on all my wizards. <laughs> yeah, for oh sure. Uh, so let's see. What other topics do I have on here? The documentary is coming out in October. I'm pretty excited about that. We, uh, I, I think I have the day, the two days off before Halloween, ready for it. So we're gonna be doing a watch party for it. So <laughs> <laughs> it's it's gonna be fun. Let's see. PVE I, drop rates. The oh, I wanted to ask you since you're probably farther in the game. Is this game soloable all the way through the content? Um, I'm gonna say no. Yeah. I'm going to say no. I think that a lot of it is soloable. But they have the the team up feature for a reason. Like, yeah. <laughs> there's no way you could. I mean, I guess you really could solo Darkmoor and like solo big dungeons like that. But it seems unpleasant. Yeah, it would be very very difficult. Um, you would have to have like a lot of experience and really know what to expect. But like, I've never actually done Storm Titan. Um, that's like a, apparently a really difficult boss and like Medulla and everything. Like at the end of Imperia. Um, <laughs> I yeah. don't think there's any way you could actually solo that. Oh, for, oh, for sure. But I'm saying just through like the the main storyline, is that where we're gonna run into trouble? Or you think just going through that, we might be safe? Um, I think that if you were to solo like and exclude the um like the big dungeons, you'd probably be fine. Mm -hmm. I think it also depends on like what your school is, though. Like if you're you're probably gonna have more trouble if you're like. Um, like a storm, but if you're a death, oh my god, it, it'll be so easy. Well, Kyle, I appear to have led you astray. <laughs> Kyle was asking what's the best one to solo on, I'm like, I'm pretty sure speedrunning-wise, storm is the way to go. So he's hard to get <laughs> I... the storm life. <laughs> well, I mean, you could try, but I think you would definitely have a lot more trouble, or you'd have a lot more um, ease, I guess. You do a lot yeah. more. Uh, you do a lot more potting and teleporting back into the fight. Yeah, 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 and fizzling too. That's an issue. Oh, yeah, I, I know that life. <laughs> but, but that yeah. should be mitigatable by the end, I would assume. Yeah. Assume high level, everybody hits all their spells because I I noticed you and some of the other high level PVPers refer to the. We just we only notice when we get a power pip, right? But you all seem to notice when you get a miss pip. Like it's weird when you don't get a power pip. It would seem. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's funny. All right. Well, uh, uh, yeah, I'm I'm going through death right now, and uh, so do do they pretty well stick to the fact that you only fight two guys at a time all the way through, though, or do they start um, upping that to three or four? Yeah, it's it's pretty much two. So like, whenever there's one person in the battle, it's um 
two mobs and then like whenever it's one person in a boss battle it's just the boss and then the mob um but whenever three people join then it's um like four and yeah so what are you, what are your uh because I, I know you know that the new world's coming out now right mm-hmm. when was the last time they had a world before this one do you know um, it was Imperia, but I don't remember whenever that came out. It it was not too long ago, but um. Really? Okay, I thought they had had yeah. quite a drought for a while, but I, I don't I'm think it was know. that long ago. Cause I I remember for some reason I remember Mirage coming out in like <clears throat> I think it was like 2016 or 2017. So um, Imperia obviously came out after Mirage, and that would have had to be. Between... 2018 here is what it looks like for the update for mirage or for imperia. imperia yeah okay okay so it looks yeah, like that's... they're doing it about every two years which yeah I, I don't know what your experience is with other games but that's not normal <laughs> for, really for new content to come out every two years is that well i mean there's new content in the game but like that's a whole like new world so, like i understand that it takes a, a long time to create it yeah I, I guess if they're still releasing like dungeons and stuff throughout the way that's still something to do yeah like catacombs every, every month yeah yeah I, I know people are pretty happy with the catacombs and i, I i'm i very much enjoyed even that level 15 version just the the mobster bugs down there are freaking hilarious to me. yeah <laughs> and then uh I guess what what do you expect from Imperia or not Imperia the new world? Um, like do you th- <clears throat> is there any chance of them adding? I I think it's pretty rare they add a new mechanic like they did with the new schools or the new yeah uh, shadow pips or whatever at a hundred. So I assume it's just gonna, everybody's gonna get like one or two more spells from the leveling in. Yeah, I I don't really think that Caramel's gonna be a super long world either. I I heard that some people are thinking that it could even be like a side world possibly. So I'm not expecting too much from this world. Um, But it's also hard like to predict anything because I feel like Wizard 101 is kind of unpredictable anyway. I I just don't know who's driving the ship over there. Okay, I I can't, I I doubt it's the developers. Somebody in management's just like, no, we need more packs. You don't understand. Yeah. (laughs) I know what you want is more worlds, but what you're getting is more packs. Yeah. And, uh, what's what's your stand? Do you do any videos regarding uh, pack openings or anything like that? I mean, I've done a couple videos where I open packs, and of course, my luck is always terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, I don't spend too much money whenever I'm doing it because, like, I I just kind of go into it like knowing that I'm not gonna really get fail. anything. Yeah. yeah. So I can't I can't do like 60k. Like I can't do that. <laughs> I've I've noticed, and I think your your community's like super supportive too. You're like drowning. Oh in yeah. <laughs> oh my god. I know. I I seriously love my community. I can't believe how like supportive they are. It's crazy because I remember Kyle, even Kyle, you hopped on. Uh, he he saw like one of your past streams, whatever. He's looking through the chat. He's like, they are typing a mile a minute. They they love you. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I love them so much. <laughs> and then, uh, but I I know in the Reddit there's a pretty big beef, I guess, with. They don't like packs. They don't like packs as a model, and they think that there's an incentive of maybe if you make pack opening videos, this might be, like, I guess reinforcing the behavior, getting other people to be like, oh, I want to open my packs, try some luck. But I think if you actually watch any of those pack opening videos, you'll notice they don't get very lucky. Yeah, yeah, I would have to disagree with that. Yeah, because I, I think I watched Michael's video and it made me sad for him. Oh, I know. It's, it's terrible. <laughs> 
So I, 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 I still hard agree that no, I don't think anybody should be buying these packs. If you want to support them, I think with any of the like gift card bundles, they come with like mounts and stuff. If you think the mount's cool or you want to buy the membership, that more power to you. But I just hate the packs, especially because I was, I was streaming earlier today and one of my viewers was like, hey, Sam, you should get this, the AoE Ship of the Dead or whatever spell. I'm like, oh, that sounds cool. I, I thought I didn't get an AoE till level 50. He's like, yeah, it's in the pack. I'm like, okay, then I'm not getting it. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's dead to me. It doesn't exist. Yeah. So uh, let's see. And then uh, uh, one thing I was looking at because I know they breathed a lot of life into Hearthstone, which is another game I play, by announcing that they were going to introduce a new class. So I'm wondering about two things. What is, is there any world where anybody could imagine them making a new Wizard School for Wizard 101? I'm gonna say no. Yeah. Um, I think that. <laughs> That would be way too difficult mm -hmm. for them to do. Um, I the only way that I could like maybe see that is like you wouldn't be able to just create a new character and choose that class. Like I think that you would have to reach a certain level if you wanted to maybe like convert to that class. Um, but if I'm being real, I don't really see them doing that. I think that would be way too difficult because yeah. I mean everyone would just end up making that school anyway <laughs> oh for sure but i'm i'm but see i think i think there's i, I don't think they're gonna do it i agree i think i think that's because they'd have to add a new school in ravenwood it's a lot of like back-end work they'd have to do to yeah make that work out. but i think they should realize that it's a big monetary option for them because i know there's a lot of people that whine about how much the extra character slot is Mm -hmm. But everybody's going to be looking at that different when there's a new wizard school. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Since there's absolutely. a new wizard school, maybe I need that extra slot I was I was ragging on before. <laughs> yeah, I think that would like I think that would kind of mess up storyline as well. Like I don't think that they would be able to do that. Yeah, I think you're right. It would it'd be more the, in the direction that WoW went with the I think it was the Demon Hunters or the Liches whatever. Their their first one is where once you got to level 60, you can make a new character that started at that same level in the new content, and they mm -hmm. were whatever the new class was for that world. So you'd have to, it'd have to be, it came out with a new world that it was already, you would start in that world as that class. Yeah. Because I, I thought uh, there was something crazy going on when I saw your video title. It was like, what, a, a Moon School playthrough? I'm like, you can start yeah. as Moon? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's pretty, it's pretty different. Um, obviously, you can't start yeah, as Moon. <laughs> But it's it's cool though, cause I don't think anyone else has ever done this before. So no, I um, think it's a cool idea. Yeah, for sure. Playing through the game as something that I've never done before, it's like it's so cool. Have you seen any of uh, Froggy's videos? No. Makes the wizard one. Okay, well he's he's the master at making videos that nobody should have made. <laughs> like, uh, what was it? He he made a video. It was like, can you get through Wizard City only using minions? Oh my gosh. So he literally, he just, he's, he stole from people's houses to get money, bought treasure cards, and went out and summoned minions. I'm like, God, oh dude, my this took, God. I was like, this took you way too long to get through Wizard City, <laughs> my God. And he has one for like every world, but they're different. He's got one that's like, I, only, getting through Crocotopia only using a wand. And it's oh like, my God. And he does getting through, I think, Mushu with just a deck. And I'm like, how are you doing this? <laughs> You've yeah. got to have more time on your hands than this. But have you ever dabbled in uh, Pirates, or are you a hardcore Wizards player? I have played Pirate 101. I'm, I don't think that I ever got to the point where I actually bought a membership. If I did buy a membership, it was like a long time ago. 
and it kind of stinks because I would love to get back into the game, but I know that they're not going to update it like yeah, they, ever they again. Yeah. yeah, so I can't like willingly get into that game now that I know that they're like abandoning it. For sure. Mm-hmm. And I guess so it's not part of the same subscription. You have to have a separate subscription for pirates. Yeah. This yes. is why their game died. <laughs> this is why yeah. playing pirates. That's, that seems weird, because I know you can have crowns between the two accounts but, and spend them however you want. I, I'm surprised to hear that, because, of course, we're we're all crowns for areas over here. We're not the membership people. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> and see, that's why we don't play Pirates, because then we'd have to buy even more areas. Yeah. Like, I thought the subscription would cover both it. of them. Mm-hmm. So, I, I, I mean, I really You're like... You're going to have to sell me on Pirates. I really can't. You're gonna try I it. Just yeah, can't Catherine, just get in there and play the first ten levels. It's a fun game. Uh, I think you made me try it before, and it was just not my. It was not my vibe. Well, it's definitely not Wizard One Hundred One. I mean, aesthetically, everything except for the combat is, I would say, the same. But I mean, most of the game is the combat, so you're gonna run into. This feels very different. Yeah, it, it does. <laughs> I don't even know what like raids or dungeons would look like in that. So, but. I just don't know I, how. What do you think the the longevity of this game is going forward? Fair. Um, I think that it's gonna be up for at least another ten years. Really? I, yes, I I think so because they're still actively updating it. And um, Kings Isle Entertainment, their main money source is without a doubt Wizard One Hundred and One, and I think that they're going to take advantage of that because like obviously they have pirate 101 and they also have a lot of mobile games too i don't know if you knew that but the uh, mobile yeah. games those don't um those don't do very well so most of the money that they're getting is without a doubt from wizard 101 and i think that if they had a plan of like um removing the game anytime soon they would like you would you would be able to tell because they would stop updating it and um people would stop playing so uh yeah i think it's gonna be around for at least another 10 years i can't really tell you how much like after that but um i would say it's got another 10 years Mm -hmm. and they seem to it's i don't know if they're still doing it but yeah they were making a bunch of mobile games and for a while i thought that might be where they wanted to pivot their entire company towards i think it is i think that is where they want to go but they won't be able to um unless they end up making like an amazing mobile game but but see, the amazing mobile game is right here. Why can't I play Wizards on my phone? It's a card game. Yeah. That's, that's the question I keep asking myself. This game is not that graphically intense. Mm-hmm. It's a turn-based game. It's perfect to be on mobile. And I even see games that shouldn't be on mobile, like Dead by Daylight, are on mobile now. Oh my god, really? So Yeah, so mm-hmm. I, don't know, I, I, I don't know if it's just a lack of the, the capital. I don't know if they can fund a, a, a mobile development of the game. Mm-hmm. But... I, I just, I don't know what's stopping them. Yeah, that's strange. I don't know. And they, I've also noticed... That <laughs> it feels like it wouldn't be difficult. It, you said it wouldn't be difficult? Or you it, would? Just to... I I don't know what goes into making a mobile game, honestly. <laughs> well, I think what goes into... I think nowadays people personally. build code from the front that they're ready, like, okay, this will be able to move to a bunch of platforms. Like, nowadays, if you make a game, it also comes out on Switch. But I think back when they made Wizard 101... Nobody had a phone. It was like 2008. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Because I, I think I had. Did I have a phone in 2000? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I, 
again, again like we, we have a, years old, so. Catherine, uh, Catherine, we have a principle here. We don't say how old I was when Wizard comes out. It's too easy to add 12 to that, okay? We, we have a rule. <laughs> we don't talk about it. But I've also <laughs> noticed they have a... There's already a private server being developed for Wizard 101. Oh, really? Yeah. They I think they're they're saying that they almost have through Crocotopia finished and their plan is to adjust all the drop rates to be higher and to reduce the cost of everything in the crown shop, but they're still charging money and I I legally it seems impossible. Yeah, I don't see how they're able to do that. But I've seen WoW private servers survived for a long time before they went on a slash and burn campaign against them. Mhm. Mm so I, that's that's basically my only hope is if the game dies, I do think there is a fervor in the player base that they would still end up with a private server. Oh yeah, I think so. And then honestly, I th I don't think people would even be that mad if the, there just was no new content, just a private server you keep playing with. There is because, like I said, most of these people haven't gone past level fifty, so if they could just log on for free. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if you're familiar with like Toontown, but Toontown yeah. closed in 2013, and then Toontown rewritten opened like in 2014, and um, the whole entire game is free, but they're not able to make donations or like make revenue off of it. I can't take money. Yeah. Literally, yeah, for obvious reasons. But um, I think that since people are like paying money to keep those servers open, I feel like there would be people that would pay money to keep like their own Wizard 101 servers open as well. Oh, no doubt. And that's what I see. I went on a recent kick of all the old MMOs because Wizard came out at the same time of all these other MMOs that all had subscription models. Mm -hmm. So I missed out on a lot of them because my, my parents were WoW heads. Yeah. So I'm I'm trying to think because I know I was looking for private servers recently. I I think for some reason I couldn't get Toontown to run for me, but I was playing Fusion Fall. Did you ever play that one? I never played it. It was it was the Cartoon Network one that they made. Oh okay. It was so it it but they have the same thing going on where they have a private server you can just log on and play it for free, which is fantastic because uh actually you know i don't know how fantastic it is because it really it removed the nostalgia for me when i logged on I'm like oh this game was bad all along <laughs> <laughs> i was like oh I, I, I used to think this was fun it was a, it was a lie yeah I, a I, lie. I, fortunately i haven't had that same experience with wizards i'm like yeah see this is still fun but <laughs> and I, I think wizards will be able to keep making money as long as nobody else comes out with an mmo card game because nobody seems to be interested in it yeah, I think that I think it'll keep making money too because just like you said, like the nostalgia thing. Like, there's so many people that played this game as a kid, and um, yeah, I think that people will keep playing it too. So, do you mind me asking, how did you meet your uh, husband through Wizard One Hundred and One, or not husband? I... What am I saying you're too young. <laughs> <laughs> We're all married I... here. I'm trying to age ourselves. You're fine. You're fine. Um, I met him through Wizard One Hundred and One back in twenty. I guess it was like 20, oh, I don't remember, like 2012 or 2013. And um, we met in the Wu Realm dye shop. Um, and during that time, I don't really know if you were playing during that time, but um, the Wu Realm in particular and the dye shop was an area where people literally just went on to socialize. And that's what I would do all the time. And we were both like, like teenagers, like children at that time. Um, and I just ended up meeting him. Like I was super talkative to everyone, but we ended up meeting him and I was like really 
like I really liked him and we did um pvps together and everything like that and like um I would just log on and he would always be on and we just talked all the time so we ended up exchanging kick and we would talk through kick all the time so now we were talking outside of wizard 101 and then we exchanged skype as well so then we started doing like calls and um like I guess, um, webcam calls. Um, <laughs> we did that a lot. And we had periods where we would like stop talking and, and we would like start talking again. Um, but this kind of went on up until I guess 2017. So it's a long time, um, about four years, I would say. And in 2017, we decided to like make it official where we were online dating. And he had been talking about like meeting me in person and I was like oh like like I think that's a good idea but like I don't really know if I'm ready like I don't know it's just scary I've never met anyone um online in person before and he was like it's okay can we can we please do it I'll just come over for a weekend like if you don't like it we we don't have to ever do it again and I was like okay I mean I guess if you're paying for it I guess just come over here wow. <laughs> so I, I asked I, my I parents res- I respect the the charisma on him just be like no I'll just try like, like the uh, not I, I don't know what to say I'm not trying to say pushy but just the fact that he uh he was like no it's gonna be great <laughs> like, just give me a shot he, 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 sh- he shot a shot and I respect it he did <laughs> and so um I asked my parents and I was like hey can my friend from West Virginia um, come over and hang out with us this weekend? And my mom was like, what? And then she was like, oh my God, wait, is that that guy that you're like always like talking to, like FaceTiming? And I was like, yeah. So even your parents knew about him. Oh yeah. I mean, literally I was, I was talking to him constantly, like all the time, like through FaceTime and through Skype and everything. It was constant. Um, And they were like, okay, I mean, I guess. <laughs> so I met him on September 15th of 2017 for the first time. We picked him up from the airport, and it was just one of the best weekends of my entire life. It was absolutely crazy um, just to be able to meet someone and, like, hear their voice in person after hearing it, like, through your phone all this time. It was just crazy. Um, but he ended up having to leave, obviously, like, three days after because it was um I think it was Labor Day weekend whenever he came down and I had school I was a senior and um he left and we were really sad because (laughs) like we had just met each other and we were really sad because that he had to leave but we talked and we were like okay I guess you can come back during Thanksgiving and so he did and it was just crazy because he came back during Thanksgiving then he came back during Christmas and then he ended up coming back in April and was able to take me to my senior prom. And after that, we were like, okay, like, like, this is amazing. Um, you should move down here. <laughs> so <laughs> down like, here. You're like, and, I'm tired of all these, uh, these travel yeah, calls. And this, we the really, yeah, it was, it was hard too, because um, being in person versus like talking to him over FaceTime, it's, it's really sad. You can't do anything really like, so it was sad, but um, he moved down here. I guess it was May of, I don't know if it was May of 2018 or it would have had to be 2017. I don't know. He moved down here in May shortly after, and um, he's been down here for two years now. And it's amazing. Wow, there you go. <laughs> yeah. I, 
Go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. No, no, you go ahead. I was going to say, I, I had a similar experience, though not, not relationship-wise, but I'm saying I also had the weird thing recently if I was going to meet my internet friends that we I used to play League with back in, again, I don't want to say how old I was when League came out because it's too easy to date myself. <laughs> but we, we, we've known each other for, I want to say, gosh, is it like 10 years now? So, but you you had said you had FaceTimed him before, right? So you had seen him. He didn't look like a criminal. Oh, he, yeah. He didn't look like he <laughs> yeah, was going to stab We you. FaceTimed all the time, yeah. See, I went to pick the uh, some friends of mine that came down to visit me. Like, we've been internet friends forever. They come down to visit me. And I go pick them up from the airport. And I'm literally like, I don't know who I'm looking for. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what you look like. I'm on the phone with them. I'm like, raise your hand. I don't know who you are. Still the sketchiest thing that you've ever done. <laughs> no, see, Catherine, you're just missing out on opportunities that me and Fairy get to have fun with, okay? <laughs> All right. You're missing life experiences, Catherine. <laughs> Your wife is not excited about the prospect of them. Of, <laughs> <strangers> <laughs> My wife was spooked, but then she <laughs> likes them now. They're friends. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Exactly. All right. So uh, I think we covered most of what we wanted to get done today. I think we can cut it a little short, let, okay. let you go off to whatever you wanted to go on about. And then we're, we're probably <laughs> going to stream some just to play, but not, we don't yeah. want to hold you around for that. Well, thank you so much for having me. Yeah, no, thank you so much for Thanks coming. Thanks for on. coming. Yeah, you're welcome. All right. See you. All right. Bye. Okay, well, that's it for episode two of the Never Too Old to Be a Wizard podcast. If you want to follow us on Twitch at Never Too Old to Be a Wizard, you can catch us streaming live Sunday mornings. Uh, if you want to tweet us your suggestions at never underscore wizard at twitter.com. And then if you want to catch us on the YouTube at Never Too Old to Be a Wizard, you can catch the full podcast there after it's been edited and maybe it looks a little cleaner. Or it could be worse. You know, who knows? Subscribe. It is what it is. You know. <laughs> it is what it is. <laughs>